0: no idea when dev starts on this oh me neither is it now
1: it can't be now there's no way wait it's coming up okay hold on okay places places the history of film That a hooey where the lights go dim from james Cagney to nosferatu and stunts that shock you and all the dirty tricks to your made. (laughs) Wings is the top gun Movie stars and no one's broke. We're crazy fans that leave no, no real of fun Hollywood Is film history in Hollywood They chase the Oscar But it's all a sham Just like Shaq and Kazam
0: All your dreams can come true Film history The history of film All of it made for you Good god that was terrible Welcome to Film the History. History. The History, History of Film. <laughs> this is sort of the official start to season two here, everybody. We're getting into our second year yeah. of bringing you El, El Dulce, of bringing you this show.
1: That was, Last week was episode zero. This is episode one yeah. of season two. Yeah,
0: there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be starting it off right. We're going to be starting off. We brought you Cagney, mm-hmm. we brought you Bogey, we brought you James Dean, and today we're going to be bringing you not only another one of the essential movie stars as a part of this kind of series that we've been on, this this the old movie star heat bringing you the uh the 101 of film history. But this guy maybe arguably one of the biggest movie stars like Maybe the biggest movie star in history. Uh, some really? would say. I feel
1: like you said that a bunch.
0: Yeah. Some would. <laughs> hi, film historians <laughs> say that this was the biggest movie star in history. Uh, whether or not you agree. That is up to you. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I understand. That's whatever. Some mm-hmm. maybe George Clooney, Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. but this guy, Marlon Brando. If you asked George Clooney and Brad Pitt, who mm-hmm. is the biggest movie star in history, they would say Marlon Brando. Uh,
1: but, but like bigger than like <laughs> bigger than like uh, the other ones we've talked about though. Bigger yeah. than Steve McQueen. Yes. Bigger than absolutely uh, Bo- the Bogster. Absolutely. Bigger than uh, the Cag the Cag McGraw. Yes. Okay. A One
0: thousand percent. If you asked Steve McQueen who his favorite actor was, he would tell you Marlon Brando. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that was brought up in the Steve McQueen episode. I think we talked about Marlon Brando.
1: It was a James Dean episode. He was like obsessed with Brando, right? Yeah,
0: Brando everyone was. Like, was. calm the fuck down? Yeah, yeah. Marlon mm. Brando, everyone was obsessed. Uh, first of all, yeah, if you haven't heard of him, I don't know how, but uh, I'm glad you're listening to this. You clearly, Brando! Brando, There's <laughs> This guy. Uh, he is considered one of the most influential actors of the 20th century. We're talking on the waterfront, a streetcar named Desire, you know,
1: Stella. I've seen on the waterfront.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. Holy shit. I love shit. that movie. Nice, dude. That's the one with the
1: glove, right? That's the one with the yeah, glove. The one with That's the glove. Brando, baby.
0: <laughs> uh, Streetcar Named Desire, where <laughs> he's screaming. stuff. I've seen shit. Yeah, man. We got Drake 2.0. <laughs> Uh, we're talking Mark Antony and Julius Caesar, the wild one, all the way up to fucking Don Corleone and Godfather, Colonel Kurtz and Apocalypse Now, Dr. Moreau. The man played Jor-El and Superman at one point. This man's career was six decades long: Whoa. two Academy Awards, two Golden Globes, Cannes Film Festival Award, and three British Academy Film Awards. Uh, he is credited with being one of the first actors, if not like the first, to bring the Stanislavski system of acting and method acting uh, to mainstream.
1: Stanislav.
0: Yeah, you remember? Yeah. Remember? It's,
1: it's all come back. It's, it's all coming back. Come to back. the <laughs> film <laughs> mainstream.
0: Yeah, to the film mainstream, exactly. From Russia to America. From Russia Bringing love. it to, yeah, bringing it mm-hmm. to like... Uh, American film uh, they if it, a lot again this is it depends on who you ask but if you ask who brought the Stanislavski method really to the forefront of film most people would say Marlon Brando he mm. was the guy who really understood it and really like everyone wanted to do it after Brando did it this is mm. like the whole thing Paul Newman James Dean, you know, all these guys. Um, of course, Bogey, like I said, Bogey thought he was in a cult. Bogey was old by this point. Bogey thought he's like in this Russian fucking commie cult, you know. The old guys didn't like Marlon Brando because of how big he was becoming using these new methods. <laughs> Loved hate. Yeah, Love hate. Yeah, you know. I mean, Man, they're you all get old. Me hate. You get old, you hate.
2: Maybe it is fancy lifestyle. Too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Fancy schmancy. Yeah, was, was Brando a fun dude? No. Did he rage with the boys? No. <laughs> 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 no. 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 No, not Marlon at all. Marlon Brando was a horrible man to be around, <laughs> terrible to work with, uh, an absolute nightmare, um, and we're gonna throughout this series. I'm gonna tell you about that. Uh, that's actually like it, three notes down in my notes here. Is uh, don't worry, I will tell you about the fucking nightmare that this man became. Okay, and the older he got, it got just be crazy.
2: think like personality. Like think Eddie Murphy and the Nutty Professor <laughs> mixed with. Uh, it, Oh, Kevin Spacey in 7 <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah so I've seen one of those two things yeah. uh. he was insane he was a crazy man uh, like I'll I- tell you about there was a point in his life where he's 300 pound Marlon Brando and he would go to Pink's on La Brea every single night and he would eat like 30 to 40 hot dogs oh my god he had an Elvis face yeah 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 uh, yeah. kind of the same clear mental illness
1: Uh, Because Elvis is like in theaters like now, like I'm seeing like a lot more discord about like Elvis and I don't think I had ever seen a picture of fat Elvis before Yeah, blew my goddamn mind. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. He got, he got. So we're talking Elvis pounds. Well, you
0: know about the details of his death, right? He died shitting, right? He died not, he died not shitting. He was trying oh, to shit. Oh, he
1: was so constipated. Elvis
0: had like twenty five pounds of waste inside of his body. Oh my was, god! Yeah, like that was.
1: Was he not shitting because of all the opioids?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it opi- the drug. Yeah. Did opioids yeah. constipate you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to
1: see. Of all the side <laughs> effects of opioids, to be the thing that does you in, constipation was. <laughs> oh, sorry, it was more than thirty ones. pounds.
0: Yeah, yeah, he had old uh, oh. Doctor Feelgood, Doctor Nick. Nicopolis. Oh, he was—he was a Dr. Feelgood. He was client? a Dr. Feelgood client, Damn. and uh, he died with thirty pounds of feces in his body. Oh my uh, God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah, dude, that's what Dr. Feelgood didn't tell you. Was also take some fucking fiber, my friend. Yeah, you should have worked some laxatives into this
1: cocktail. <laughs>
0: my G, I'm sure Marlon Brando
1: remember.
2: When taking high doses of opioids, make sure you get your weekly enema. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, uh, remember that's from film history, the history of film. <laughs> that is our advice to you. <laughs> we
2: are certainly doctors. We are,
0: we are <laughs> medical professionals.
1: Here's
2: what... It, I'm, I. I'm not a doctor but I play with here's exactly. here's what you do
1: so if you're gonna be taking a bunch of opioids just make sure you're cutting your coke with baby laxatives right right because right, right. then you'll shit the coke will make you shit yeah and it'll counteract the yeah. opioids so you'll be you'll be actually like
0: very regular I like that mm-hmm. and then things might just go dark for a while you know um <laughs> Hey, it works till it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But then maybe you'll wake up, maybe you don't. It's a fun game of roulette. Um, (laughs) Every day is a mystery. Look, Nikki Six woke up eventually. Yeah. You know, so, Uh, I mean. Let's
2: let's play a game called Will There Be a Tomorrow? (laughs) Come on down.
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, shit. It's the only game where everyone loses no matter the outcome. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even there will there look, odds are there'll be one, but you're not gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna wish that there had not been one after this. <laughs> Uh, and by now you all know how we do this show. We're in season two now. This is part one, so we're going to be talking mainly about Baby Brando today. Okay, that is, I'm I gotta in order to bring you the man, I got to bring you the, the man baby as, the, as a baby. Uh, yeah, uh. baby Brando. Brando. I'm gonna bring you to the hospital room where he was born and probably fucked one of the nurses on his way out. Uh, this man did a lot of sex, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you all about that throughout this series. Well, a big sex haver. big sex haver. Uh, for those of you who don't know and some of you are going to yell at me right now, thinking that I'm lying, do you? But go ahead and give it a quick Google. Richard Pryor, Marlon Brando. Used to, uh, oh yeah, I've heard have that the before. relations. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> one of his friends, whenever
2: cracks a hell of a drug, a hell of a drug. <laughs> Big
0: relation
3: haver. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, one of Marlon Brando's, I think it was his, his what, I think it was his wife or one of his friends said uh, he would fuck a mailbox if he could. <laughs> like, that was that was old Brando. Uh, it's all gonna make sense though. Whenever I get into it's this, all it, it's sense. all gonna make sense. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> right now we're just throwing the puzzle pieces on the floor and yeah. we're about to, yeah, pss- yeah, yeah, yeah. Pss-
0: show you how. They stop together. But in order to do that, I got to take you back in time, y'all. First time for season two.
1: When When are we? we?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord, it still hasn't grown on me.
3: Uh,
0: (laughs) We're going to keep it, though. We're going to keep doing it. What do you guys think? Let us know. When are we (laughs) going back in time? There was still that one back in the day. So we're gonna begin this tale in the year nineteen twenty-four. Whoa. During this year the Wrigley Gum Company is just finishing its thirty floor building in Chicago. The Wrigley Building.
2: What think think about that for one second. Yeah. A gum company yeah. <laughs> And the, the tallest, most oh, most floors on the tallest building in Chicago. Yeah, dude. I just you know wanted to put that in perspective of what life are we. was simple. I'm oh, probably a well, fucking bubble gum. Bubble babies. gum was fucking
0: like <laughs> all the rage in the 20s. It was because you were on so much cocaine, your jaw was you locking up. Yeah, yeah, you, had you had to chew something. Yeah, you had
2: to
0: chew on something. The only way to stop you from grinding your teeth, you know? Wrigley's won't dissolve <laughs> in your fucking. Molars, <laughs> you grinding fiend.
2: We just didn't know it, but Wrigley had a partnership with Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, oh, so, shit, that might be basically. the origins of why
1: you sell like soda and candy together. Yeah. is because you got to have something to chew on when you're drinking all that fucking
0: cocaine. <laughs> they were definitely selling those Coca-Colas at the ball game, you oh, know, yeah, at Wrigley yeah. Field. Interesting, yeah. interesting. I think we cracked it. Oh, Wrigley um, Field. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. See, they'd sell you the cocaine, Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. and the gum. And and then you'd watch some baseball. I always just assumed
1: Wrigley was like an old baseball player. It was historic. <laughs> no, like, we got to name the gold. field after all Wrigley. It was
0: because they used to chew it on the field. Mm. They they like had a deal with the the major leagues, mm. baby. Was that the, the, the first? Leagues? Was
1: that the origin of companies? Like putting their name on like uh, sports arenas.
0: Uh, the origins of that actually go back to the gladiator days. Really? What? Yeah, they used to like put ads for their olive oil and shit in the coliseum
2: back in the day. Whoa. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That'll be on gladiator history they, hang, I'll be on, uh,
2: <laughs> they like hang banners like they do it like a hockey
0: yeah, yeah. advertising and history. then blood we get sprayed all over it and they're like well you get a free <laughs> jar of olives tonight because the blood splattered on our billboard That's so funny dude uh, uh, Cuba,
1: advertising and history then you're like yeah. oh
2: man the gladiator he got his fucking head chopped off right next to your sign." oh my you know god good
1: what a good is? spot <laughs> it's pro. honestly that probably <laughs> is good advertising because it's like yeah, uh, like. The, the money shot was on. People will oh, yeah. remember yeah. that forever. Uh huh. Yeah. Remember, uh-huh, yeah. I remember, remember when, remember when, when I saw yeah. man get decapitated yeah. next to Frank's olives? You
2: think there was like back de- back dealings? Like yo yo, here's an extra hundo if you get it close to this side. <laughs> <laughs> he drags his ass
0: over to his sponsor, and cuts there his head no. off in front of it. Not here. Not here. Not yet. Go that way. That way. way. Today's gladiator match is sponsored by better BetterHelp.
1: <laughs> Are you scarred by what you just saw? <laughs> <laughs> better help can help.
2: It's the thumbs up, you know, better help. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And if this gladiator match and all blood and guts and gore <laughs> excites you at all, you can pick up a can of blue chew at your local. <laughs> Do you have a
0: concubine waiting for you shop. after the gladiator match? Blue
2: chew. I wonder what what
0: would they take back then to get a hard a hard throbbing dick. You know. Uh, I mean, uh, it's just that's
1: just nature. You know, so yeah. like, you,
0: either you got it or you don't. Man, you chew on. Either some you're like, throbbing or you're notting. You know, you nice. You chew <laughs> nice. on some like wheat thistle or something. Mm. You know, or uh, I bet they advertised that at the Coliseum. I mean, wheat they thistle. they
1: probably had like a whole bunch of like uh uh stank oils like we ground up goat testicles and put it in this elixir if we you still drink have. the goat testicles <laughs>
2: you'll get hot as a rock the- they had no problem getting hard. The Romans were so fucking wild that, like... And so were the Greeks that yeah. they would, like... They were the Marlon Brandos of the ancient world. They <laughs> would just fucking... Marlon Brando
1: fuck played a few the ED probably wasn't as big of a problem back before there was all these fucking
0: chemicals and microplastics in our skin. That is very <laughs> fucking true, actually. That is actually a good fucking point. It was probably, like, nearly... <laughs> under probably, run. like, uh, my dick's just hard all day. <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah. I, we're half naked. <laughs> we're we're actually, oiled we're, up. We're healthy humans. We're healthy. We sit in the sun on the fucking, like in the Mediterranean and eat yeah. good food all day. We work
1: out, eat salads, and fuck.
0: <laughs> I love this, man. We need to do an episode on that. I'm getting, I'm, I just ate a Blue Chew in my ears. Uh, that was that did it for me. Uh, we don't so, get a Blue Chew sponsorship at some. We point. I know Blue Chew hit us up. What are they doing? Come on, it's three dudes <laughs> talking about other hot people. You know, let's do this. Uh, <laughs> that's <fun. laughs>
1: Are you hard for
3: history? Wait,
1: a large portion of our demographic is sixty plus. I mean, statistically, <laughs> they need your
0: products. There you go. Speaking of sixty demographic. <laughs> Nineteen twenty-four. So, <laughs> so uh, back to the dough. Back to the back to the do, the brand dough. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover is appointed head of the Bureau of Investigations. Oh, I heard that went well. Yeah, that would become the FBI. Um, another dangerously insane man <laughs> who ran the FBI. Uh, dude, I I had to I just always have to spout out this fact when I talk about this guy. Did you know, while he was running the FBI, if you were an agent at the FBI, you could send him a letter saying like, I, "You're my hero, I worship you," and he would send you a framed, signed picture of himself for your desk. Back in those days, <laughs> what? Yeah, man. And, uh, this is the most narcissistic thing I've ever heard of. If in you, my life. If you read Mine Hunters, the book gets way more into like becoming a new FBI agent. And he said like, J. Edgar Hoover was so clearly crazy. They were all like trying to figure out how to work for this dude. Like he would double your hours every like six months, and people said at one point they had like twenty three hour shifts. They were like, we can't. What the fuck? We can't do this, you know. I gotta uh, rewatch
1: that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the remember, show
0: doesn't get into it. I don't it's remember DiCaprio doing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just showed him wearing the dresses and shit. Yeah, that's
1: the only part of that movie yeah. I remember is the dresses, and I think something about fingerprints. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh. Go ahead, Dad.
2: I was just going to say, you could do the same thing now with heads of law enforcement and government and stuff with, like, sending them a letter. Like, you could send Joe Biden the same letter and you'll get a laptop signed from him saying, don't open this and, like, hang on to this and keep it on the low, (laughs) bro. Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) Don't leave this in a barn.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I, I would party if Hunter. If like Man. he showed up at my door with like a,
0: a forty,
2: anybody. Yeah, would. if you showed I up at my
0: door for forty, yeah. I'd be like, "Come on in." I bet you'd wind up like richer that night. I bet he would yeah. give Walking you a lot crack of money. And yeah. fucking yeah. yeah, he seems yeah. like the type of dude who would get, who <laughs> yeah. would like at the end of the night be so drunk he gives you like twenty grand in cash. <sighs>
3: Yeah. just for fun. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's uh, like, I'll just call my dad. He's yeah. like as long as I can film it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just
2: don't film it. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, or just tell him you filmed the whole thing and they give you twenty grand a cat. He'll probably kill you. Don't do that. He would. Hunter Biden would absolutely murder you for that. Uh, he's probably killed people before. Let's be honest. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I mean, he
2: can't even kill a drug addict. Who the fuck has he killed? <laughs> he's got. He's got that. He's
0: got got That look, man. He's like Chet Hanks, but if Chet Hanks, if Chet Hanks killed someone, yeah, yeah, you know? he's
1: like Chet Hanks. If La-tar. Tom Hanks was the president,
2: yeah, yeah, he's. I way more believe that Chet Hanks has killed somebody. <laughs> see, I don't see murder him. in Chet's. i, eyes. I, I believe a Hunter Biden. I, I, if you told me he did it by accident. Yeah. I would believe you. Maybe I would
0: believe if yeah. he did it by accident, but yes. but not Hunter. Hunter has a purpose mm-hmm. and he carries out his mission. <laughs> Hunter will kill you. His name is fucking Hunter. Hunter yeah. <laughs> uh he's killed people. Anyway, 1924. <laughs>
2: What do you think he was doing when he's smoking rock in the Ukraine for fucking six months? <laughs> How many
0: Ukrainian bodies of those in the piles of bodies are his, you know? Um, he he
2: hasn't killed, like, not for national security. No, no, no. Not for, like, protection. Like, yeah. hookers and, like, homeless yeah, for fun. people. Like, for know? fun.
0: For sport. Yeah. His name is Hunter. He hunts for I'm sport. I'm going hunting. I'm going hunting.
2: <laughs> if, we, if we have had the fucking... FBI, <laughs> now we just add the FBI to the watch list here because we already got the CIA yeah. and the NSA. And Edgar What's up everybody? Speaking of the FBI,
0: J. Edgar Hoover, 1924.
2: Uh- <laughs> it's our friends at the amazing. Bureau, how you doing? <laughs> Welcome to the oh, show. Oh
0: shit. <laughs> this was also the
3: year.
2: What we have more law enforcement and agents three letter name letter agencies listening to us than like the number one podcast on the planet? Like I bet like you, like Rogan, the entire pastime for fucking the lunchroom is, hey, did you hear what those fucking three assholes
0: did
3: the other day? They've got
0: our (laughs) podcast playing on reels of, like,
2: tapes.
0: (laughs) He's got, like, the old like headphones on. Hey, look, monthly listeners
1: is monthly listeners. You know what I mean? It's... it's,
2: there's just like a room, a smoky room full of cigarette smoke with a bunch of dudes in dress clothes and a whiteboard with a bunch of pins and pictures and lines they got drawn on like, they like, it They got real suspicious that we were off for
1: two weeks. Yeah, they were like, yeah. what What are like, they doing? What the fuck is going
0: on? <laughs> yeah, I thought I saw some dudes in suits and sunglasses on <laughs> my neighborhood, you know. Uh,
2: <laughs> they were just like, we want them to do the show again. It's so good. I wonder ridiculous. if on Apple or Spotify or what. Recording. Let's yeah. know, tweet us. <laughs> they listen to us on our website or some <laughs> shit. Like,
1: if you're the FBI, What, am I, us.
2: what else am I going to listen to while I drone people in the Middle East? <laughs> Jesus. It's so like, they already have
1: to do a stakeout of all of our houses. They might yeah. as
0: well listen to the show exactly. all the way. Exactly. Yeah. Come on. Give us a listen, FBI. Uh, (laughs) Back to the dough. (laughs) So back to the dough. 1924. This is the year that two U.S. Army planes complete the first round-the-world flight in 175 days. forgot what segment we were on.
3: (laughs) <laughs>
2: now, if people just don't hear that cut And just go right from that conversation Into the way you just like Started out so fresh Hey, that's I <laughs> got no big deal Back to the keep show You gotta keep it going
0: The first ever Winter Olympics were held this year and uh, Wow, really? Yeah Took a long ass time Yeah, man In front Ch- Chamonix Chamonix France, yeah took, took them took him long enough the Winter Chamonix. Olympics Shamonet <laughs> Shamonet ShamWow uh, <laughs> uh, talk about a guy <laughs> who actually did kill hookers uh, the Chamwow guy uh, <laughs> he was with <laughs> Hunter Hell Biden yeah, that night uh, <laughs> the night of the incident that we don't talk about uh, this was the year the Indian Citizenship Act <laughs> passed on June 2nd, which confer- confers citizenship on all Native Americans born within the United States, which is very interesting as well because Brando, was a, uh, he was one of the most outspoken activists for Native Americans in his time. And that was the year that that was passed. 1924 is also the year we shut down Ellis Island. Nobody else is allowed in America. Why are we shut down? Cuz we don't want no more foreigners in here. But we fall? Border security. Yeah, for security. We're building a wall. They're not there. sending their best people, <laughs> you know. Uh, they're sending their rapists <laughs> and their kidnappers. Listen. Um, buddy. Those damn Irish,
1: those <laughs> damn lazy foreigners. All they have to do is sit leisurely on a boat. They get on a right, cruise ship, on a very they,
0: comfortable boat. They get
1: on the nicest cruise ships you've ever seen. Absolutely, and they just, no they one dies they, on those. they go on a leisurely sail over here. <laughs> they think they can just and step then they just off. get
0: free money when they get here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Everyone wants to hire them. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No one all throws their shit at them in the streets. You know, we're all they're just <laughs> accepted with open arms. The Statue of Liberty says. So. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Besides,
0: she delivers a foreigner, too. I don't trust a
1: goddamn Damn thing right. it says. She's
0: French. <laughs> she is. French. She's French. She's, Just she's like. up up there in ShamWow, <laughs> Canada. Yeah, where the Winter Olympics are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was also the year in New York that the first Macy's Thanksgiving Parade is held. Really? Yeah. Very cool. First Macy's Parade. And uh, meanwhile... you know, if
1: you ask me what year I thought it started, I, I don't know what year I'd tell you. I could see it starting in the '60s. I could see it starting in 1890. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like It's 1924. Not... Man. Split the diff. Yeah. Oh. People were like, you know, they're flappers and the boppers. Were yeah. well What were
1: some of the floats? They didn't have Snoopy yet. Ooh, they didn't have Pikachu. That's a good point. The fuck did they? The fuck did they run? Let's look it up. That's like their whole jam now: Snoopy and Pikachu.
0: Let's look
1: it up. It's probably boring shit like bands. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 I bet you're right. This is
1: marching bands and soldiers. Pikachu and and
0: Snoopy are all that America has left. (laughs) Whoa! What is this? It's just like racist floats.
1: Oh god, really? Oh no,
0: Pinocchio?
1: Oh my god, it looks like a giant.
0: Yeah, it looks like a dick. It looks like a dick. <laughs>
1: That's not what Pinocchio looks like at all. No, I just we... got a throbbing wiener for a nose.
0: <laughs> I think we changed that wooden boy for <laughs> you know for the time. We got a fat clown. <laughs> yeah. We got an alligator.
1: We got a Down syndrome hippo. <laughs> we got way the woodpecker.
0: What is this alligator from? Okay, so it's just kind of random floats and Pinocchio with a dick for a nose. We got that the, was...
1: the baba ganoush, the baba Duke. Oh,
0: the tin man from the Wizard of Oz. Okay. We got the tin man. Yeah. Uh, oh,
1: we got Mickey when we got Mickey the mouse. You got
0: Mickey Mouse up in there? Old
1: school Mickey Mouse oh, like Steamboat Willie Steamboat Mickey Mouse. Steamboat Willie? Was it yeah. fucking
0: Steamboat Willie? I, it is oh, this is like prototype shit. Mickey Mouse. Okay. Yeah, before the melted Mickeys. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you got no one will get that. Let's cut it. Uh, <laughs> shit. Okay, so yeah, you had the Tin Man. You had Mickey Mouse, or Steamboat Willie, that is. Uh, who else did I name? You had Pinocchio with a dick for a nose. <laughs> uh, you had, yeah, you definitely had, like, some marching bands. It honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, you had some elephants in there. It wasn't that much different, except for, you know... Did you uh, have Felix the Cat, You have Felix die? the Cat in there. You remember who uh, Walt Disney murdered yeah. with his horse? Old Felix Otto. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, uh... And meanwhile, over in the frozen tundras of Russia, this is the year that Vladimir Lenin dies and Stalin takes over. So that's what's going on over uh over J. Stalls. Good old J. Stalls, the man with the hair, and all the all the bad ideas.
1: Yeah, he loves he loves famine and
0: drinking. And that is also the year in Omaha, Nebraska, on April 3rd, 1924. Little baby Marlon Brando is born right in the dead middle of the fucking Prohibition. He was born to Marlon Brando Sr., a pesticide and chemical feed manufacturer, and Dorothy Julia Pinnebaker, known as Dottie, an actress and director of the local Omaha community theater circuit, who, she was also, it was a big thing. She was notoriously an alcoholic, like a real, real... You know, 1920s style alcohol.
2: Well, did you hear her bio? <laughs> she was in Omaha Community <laughs> yeah. Theater in the 1920s. Yeah. I'd be a fucking alcoholic too. What Jesus. happened in <laughs> Omaha in the 20s? Nothing. That's oh. the thing. I just. Uh, I, yeah, uh, it was it was a
0: farm town.
2: Nothing happens in Omaha. Yeah, Deb, Deb, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Pretty much the same exact thing that happens now in Omaha, Nebraska it was happening when Dottie was around, directing the, the local theater. And it, it definitely, she was Dev is spot on. She was like kind of a California lady. She lit. She lived in San Francisco. She lived all over America. Wound up in fucking Omaha, married to this prick, Marlon Brando Senior. Um, who was just not a nice guy and she was like this you know artsy lady who was directing theater and she wore pants and drove cars really fast drunk. That was like her favorite thing was but, like she was a fucking like rebel in Omaha. She was like in this farm town going crazy a rebel without a cause. Uh, she is she kind of was looked poorly upon in history. Um, everyone was like, Marlon Brando's drunk mother scarred him for life. You know, she shouldn't have been out there. I mean, look, there were stories about them having to, like, go and pick her up off the floor of a bar and bringing her home and shit. But also, you know, look, man. Who can blame her? She, exactly. She blame was, her. It was the 1920s in Omaha, Nebraska. That floor you know? was the most fun place to be
1: At in all so- of Omaha.
2: <laughs> My dad and his mom would have been best friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, she was just kind of like a sad poet, you know? Uh, and like I said, Marlon Brando Sr. was not a very nice guy. Um, and Brando also had two elder sisters, Jocelyn and Frances, Mm. Uh, who they're both going to come up a lot in this story. They were big reasons for his success Mm. in the long run. Cool. Yeah. His ancestry was mostly German, Dutch, English, and Irish. And, uh, yeah, man, so much like James Dean, he was born in the quiet dirt. Born in the quiet dirt. In the quiet dirt of Omaha. Omaha. And uh, Marlon did not really give a shit about him, just like James Dean's dad didn't give a shit about him. And uh, a lot of these are a lot of these are just repeats, you know. It's, a lot of these, you know,
1: every superhero's got the same origin story. Every actor's <laughs> got the same origin story. Hey, hey, look, if you're growing up right now in a happy middle class family in like a mid a mid sized town, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're never gonna make it.
0: Yeah, you damn right. Never you never gonna to make, make it. To The quiet dirt. Yeah, you gotta have a tragic origin story. Put a put a belt in your dad's hand and mm-hmm. say, "Make me an artist." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, uh, (laughs) How you make a diamond Beating him with a belt That's how (laughs) You gotta
0: gotta put pressure on that coal dad Uh, (laughs) Marlon said this about his father I was his namesake But nothing I did (laughs) Drake's I was his namesake, but nothing I did ever pleased or even interested him. He enjoyed telling me I couldn't do anything right. He had a habit of telling me I would never amount to anything. So that was just real nice. Uh, and his, and his, and meanwhile, his meanwhile his mom has to be like pulled out of the bar every night. I, again, can you blame her? You know, Do you want to go home sober? No. That's
1: so funny. It's like in the walk hard when uh, his wife calls. Every time she ends up yeah. the call, she's yeah, like, you're you're gonna never going to make it. it. Never
0: going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, honey, you're never gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, sorry. And uh, 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 also, well oh boy, this is a <laughs> this is a, bra- a neck breaking transition. Also, much like James Dean, Marlon was sexually abused as a child. When he was, uh, it's look right if you grow up with
1: no trauma, I hate to break <laughs> it to you, you're never gonna make it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: they all. <laughs>
1: World go, go back to the chapel and ask and ask to talk to the, the preacher they fired. The cool, young yeah, t- preacher with James Dean.
2: Would, I would argue that you can't be a good actor without getting fucked
0: <laughs> <this game. laughs> Bo- Book yourself line a list. flight to the Vatican right now. and yep. Go become an actor. Uh, when he was...
2: We owe the Catholic Church for so many great actors. <laughs> not, 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 knock on the Pope's
1: door, hand him a belt, and yeah. tell him to make you an artist. To make you an artist. <laughs>
0: And it was fucked up, man. When he was four years old, he had a babysitter that molested him. And what's really fucked up about it is, according to him, as an adult, he was talking about this, uh, he said he became, like, really attached to her as a kid while she was molesting him. And his parents found out about what was going on. Of course, she didn't go to jail or anything. There wasn't, like, a jailable offense at the time. Mm. It wasn't jail. So,
2: wait a minute. Like, how old was she? Like, eight? He was four. What What the fuck is this situation? What's I going on I don't know how here?
0: old she was. I yeah, just... he was four years old. And apparently, like, he still talked about her when he was an adult like the one that got away.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: for real. He's like, he he still was sad about her leaving. Uh, wait, I'm
1: surprised he remembers that. Four yeah. is pretty young to four memories and i mean that's
2: you got like a hot girl jerking yeah, yeah well you i guess that's the thing it it's like you're especially because it's like it. traumatic <laughs>
1: memories you you the human brain blacklists anyway especially if you're that long that young you probably suppress it but i guess to him it wasn't a blacklisted memory it was like a, i remember some shit as a kid pretty rad thing i remember shit when i was four too but i yeah. you know i wasn't didn't have anything traumatic happen
0: to me oh i see what you mean why didn't the brain like yeah cover that but up? I, so I guess sometimes you, I, I guess he
1: thought it was like dope yeah you know so he's yeah. like i'm gonna that's the coolest thing that happened to me when i was four yeah pretty much you know,
0: cause if he's still pining after her when he's a famous actor my brain's not good at covering up trauma either uh, <laughs> my brain's like no no why don't you remember this I remember that part this would be great for you yeah. later on uh, you know um, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I wish i wish uh but
2: why do you think i drank so much <laughs> like dotty uh, like old yeah. Dottie.
0: Uh, so, and during this time, Dottie, you know, she was really, she was really doing the community theater shit. She was directing plays at the local theater, and uh, she was directing these plays, and she was bringing Jocelyn up on stage, basically. She was, like, coaching Jocelyn mm. as an actress. Jocelyn was coming up as a young actress under her mother's tutelage um, in the local theater. Mm. And so, that that comes up later. I'll, that definitely comes back. Um but yeah, so Brando, he's a kid at this point He's in fucking, you know, Omaha His nickname is Bud at the time Which is considerably better than Humphy uh, Poor Bogart, man Humphy <laughs> Humphy's a cool name, you should've embraced it Lean
1: into yeah. the, the, the skid.
2: Not yeah. as cool as Bud it's definitely a private school name Yeah, that's very true <laughs> He was,
0: uh, Bogie was definitely not a quiet dirt kid mm-hmm. He was a rich New York kid So it mm-hmm. makes sense uh but Bongo. <laughs> Bogart. Bogart. <Home> Humphrey. <free. laughs> Come and get your tartar. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna make you an artist. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so they <laughs> <I> said that
1: <laughs> <laughs> What a great first episode! I know, man. I'm loving this.
0: <laughs> uh, Brando's childhood friends said he was a mimic when he was a kid, so he developed an ability to like absorb mannerisms Lee, of other His real name kids. wasn't Marlon Brando, though. Wasn't what's it?
1: His, his, his real name was Marlon Brando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who am I thinking of? Someone. There's some. Someone like changed their name. There's some iconic actor who's like that's not their name. Changed, oh, a bunch of them. They changed, yeah. but it was, I swear to God,
0: I thought it was Brando. Oh man, most of them. Most actors okay. that wasn't their name. All right, uh, find out who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. But, narrow it down i don't know but
2: uh uh jamie Jamie, its probably not his real name
0: it's like gonna be like
1: it's uh, not oh really
2: i would have bought that one (laughs) no his last name i think his name he's got a guy's first name is like uh something else fox but he changed it to jamie because he was doing open mics and stand up and he realized if he wrote down jamie the host would think it's a girl and try to call him up and give him a spot because it was a girl, and there would only be, like, two oh, girls signed funny. up. So you end up getting a lot of stage time by just going around signing up as Jamie Foxx and then getting up there and killing wow. it. It's just stuck because Jamie Foxx like sounds
0: that. hot, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, his, his <laughs> real name is, like, Lloyd or some shit, probably. But uh, well, they said Marlon, when he was a kid, yeah, he developed this ability. He would, like mimic other children i think it was also part of probably his fucking you know trauma brain but he would kind of mimic kids he would mimic animals he was very much like an impressionist he was very interested in the way that humans behaved i guess uh and he was introduced to neighborhood boy wally cox and they were close friends uh and Wally Cox became this, like, also huge TV guy. I think he was a big, he was a big, like, producer and shit. Um, and uh, his friend, his other friend, was George England, who also became huge in the industry. He recalls Brando's earliest acting as imitating the cows and horses on the family farm as a way to distract his mother from drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Mom, put down the bottle and come watch my cow impression.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she picks up more booze. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm bringing the bottle with me, son, but I will come watch you do your cow impression. I'm just drunk enough.
2: Oh, shit. I was doing Othello a week ago. Now I'm watching my goddamn idiot son who sucks in life do a fucking sheep impression over here.
0: Oh, man. Ball, Dottie. mother ball. Dottie. Dottie goes down in film history for sure. You know, the drunk mother that raised Marlon Brando. I love her. I love her, man. She's she's good people. 1930 comes around. You know, they're, they're going to get out of the quiet dirt at this point. Uh-huh. Marlon Senior he got a job in Chicago so the family moved to Evanston, Illinois
1: what an upgrade
0: yeah what an upgrade now they're in Illinois instead it is kind of it's still Evanston it's like Mm a it's like a town right outside of Chicago it's still pretty quiet but not as quiet as Omaha yeah you know and uh, Dottie got work there immediately in the local theater scene and she, this is actually where she even helped a very young Henry Fonda begin a career in acting. Whoa! Yeah, and so she, he, now. he was one of her students Whoa. in Chicago when she was Marlon Brando's mom. Marlon Brando was surrounded Dude. by young people who would become fucking huge. Whoa! It's, it's okay. a very weird thing. Like were were him and uh,
1: did those two become friends as they grew up? I
0: they think. Were, uh, well, same well, age. Marlon Brando just really was No oh, man, he. I don't. He did. He did. He had friends. Can't throw back with the boys, no, dude? No. <laughs> throw back a cold one with the boys? I don't think I would want to get drunk with him. Like, <laughs> I, I would be kind of nervous to get drunk with him. I'd be like, get drink but like I'm gonna be close to the door you know what I mean uh, I can't wait to hear about this yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah yeah, yeah. I, if I go drinking with Marlon tonight I'm bringing my gun for sure can't wait uh, I can't wait to hear about this yeah dude yeah uh, and speaking of drinking as you can imagine like
2: I'm less worried to go party sorry no. I'm less worried to go party with Hunter S. Tom yeah. you know what? <laughs> no is no one,
0: yeah too. I'd be fine with that the acid smoothed him out you know I think Brando was just like a bag of fucking crazy, you know, so. (laughs) And speaking of drinking, as you can imagine, being in Chicago during the Prohibition was not a great place for an alcoholic to be, because alcohol was pretty much just flowing through the fucking streets at this point, so Dottie was really on one. (laughs) Uh, She was really having fun in Chicago, (laughs) or I don't know if it was fun, or if she was just she was real hammered in Chicago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she, they were. This is like. This is like. Come pick up your mom. Uh, <laughs> she is. She's falling all over the place. She just tried to punch the bartender, you know. Certainly. And uh, <laughs> Brando in his in his autobiography, "Songs My Mother Taught Me," which, by the way, I have. I have this book. Uh, he expressed sadness when writing about his mother. The anguish that her drinking produced was that she preferred getting drunk to caring for us. Ah. Yeah. They kind of felt neglected because she mm. was just hammered all the time. You know. So, in not-
2: that... come pick up yeah, your mother. Yeah, basically. Oh, shit. And <laughs> she's she trying to... Fuck everybody or fight I, everybody. I think
0: Which she was it? trying to fight everybody. I don't, I, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I, who knows? Her bar days. I don't know, man. There wasn't a lot of details. They just said they would have to go every now and then and pick her up. Yeah, yeah, like literally pick her up. In 1935, uh, when Brando, now he's 11 years old at this at this point. They grow up so fast. They grow up so fast. Those boys. Uh, Dottie and Marlon Senior uh, get a divorce. Uh, Marlon is no longer. Seems dealing, like it was a long time coming. Yeah, Marlon is no longer dealing with Dottie's drunken mm-hmm. behavior, oh and he splits the fucking blanket. And uh, so she took off with the kids. He was mm-hmm. like, I, "Well, I don't want these fucking kids. Yeah, you know, they're I don't like them either. You know, uh, <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like any of the kids. Uh, you guys get away from me. What am I doing I'm here? Gonna,
2: I can be a community theater star."
0: Exactly, man. I could go fucking anywhere, but well, you know, she could have gone into Chicago, but she took them to Santa Ana, California, where they lived with her mother, Marlon's grandmother. Uh, They all moved in with grandma and grandma really fucking straightened up Dottie. You know, she was like, you're not going to live here. Uh, And you're not, you know, getting drunk and wearing pants around my house. Uh, You can't do that shit. So she put her in this program that sprouted up that same year. In 1935, she joined the brand new... Alcoholics Anonymous. Whoa. And she actually became like very big in AA. Donnie Brando was this like AA figure. Whoa. Yeah. And she put down the moonshine. She dried out. She really followed the 12 steps or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right after prohibition was lifted, by the way. It's legal now. And she's like, I'm done drinking. Maybe it was just more fun, you know, to drink illegally. But, uh, or I guess maybe the divorce could have. Yeah. You know, timing. You know, yeah. it's all about timing. Yeah. Uh, but she did. She kept this straight. Uh, I, I'm going to
1: steal something from Bojack Horseman. This is absolutely Bojack Horseman's joke, but it's also a, a, a Bojack Horseman truth. Yeah. Uh, there's no nowhere in the 12 steps is to say you have to stop drinking. That's not actually one of the steps. <laughs> Holy shit, that's hilarious. Is, there's nothing in the 12 steps that you have to stop drinking whatsoever. That's hilarious. <laughs> all right. Don't get me started on AA.
0: All right. <laughs> Fucking
2: religious fact, cult.
0: Anyway,
1: Bill
2: W. Oh. Good old Bill W. was a giant proponent of LSD.
0: Oh shit! Wait, George W. Bush?
1: Bill no. W. The AA oh. guy. the guy who oh.
2: founded AA. The books about. He was yeah, like, "Don't drink, yeah. no.
0: take acid." <laughs> well, now I that, would have stayed in the program if they had told me that. That's one of the steps, brother. <laughs>
1: well, that's the one thing. of the steps like, was later, take acid.
2: He took acid and he goes, "This is so. Cr- this is a, such a benefit for." People who are trying to like recover from addiction and stuff, it helps so much.
3: He's like, I want to
2: start making a being a proponent of it, and he kind of got like ousted by AA and by the organization because they were like, "Nope, he's talking all this crazy shit." And this obviously was like decades later, you know, when acid came out. I think you know it was like sixties or
1: something (laughs) when they released acid. When acid hit the scene, yeah.
0: Um, back to the dough. Back to the dough, but yeah, she's she was on the straight and narrow, man. She was doing AA, she was really sobering up. So, in 1937, two years into that. Uh, she actually did get back with Marlon Brando Senior, which I kinda she probably would have been better off without him. But hey, you know, you know that's 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 what'll uh, that's what happen when you
1: stop drinking, you start making bad decisions. Yep. Yeah, Damn <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, if she she should have stayed drunk. Stay artist. on sauce. Yeah. she was in California as well. Yeah. It's like stay in California and just get sauced and yeah. you know, make some theater out there. Yeah, absolutely. But uh they moved to yeah, and it they moved back to the fucking quiet dirt basically. They moved to a farm in Libertyville, Illinois. Illinois, a small town north of Chicago, and Marlon Brando is 13 years old by now. So they moved a 13 year old who had lived kind of in Chicago for a long time to the fucking farm, mm. and and
1: he alpha- wasn't happy
0: about it. No, he was mm. not happy about it. It sounds like CAG, though, right? A little yeah. bit the farm thing and, yeah. the, you know, send them to the farm. Steve McQueen as yes, well, man. all these
1: guys. All these actors James were. Dean, they're all.
0: Their dads hated them. Yep. Molestation, moved to the farm. Yep. That's kind of. All dirt people. If you want to be successful. Yeah. And dodging beer bottles. Yeah. Dodging absolutely. beer bottles. Old dirt people. <laughs> Getting molested by literal just dirt monsters.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> Jesus it's Christ.
1: It's like, they got
2: molested at the farm and all this stuff happened in Rome and they wanted to get out of these like you know struggling beginnings and then they moved to Hollywood and they thought that they had escaped all the evil and the molesters and lo and behold straight into the lion's (laughs) den they go
0: and so between 1939 and 1941 from 15 to 17 Mm -hmm. he's in the quiet dirt he worked as an usher at the town's only movie theater the liberty at the time and it was the first building in town with air conditioning as well
3: Hot damn.
0: Hot damn. Get out of that heat, baby. Yeah. Go watch you a movie. And he got to see all those movies for free. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I guarantee you he was in there watching some CAG and Bogey at Dude. some point. Feeling that cool, fresh air conditioning. Yeah. You know, the fresh air of the CAG. The <laughs> fresh air <laughs> of the CAG and the bogue.
1: Uh, he was Bogan.
0: Uh, he was expelled from Libertyville High School that year as well for riding his motorcycle through the hallways. Hell was a yes. fucking what? Kid. Hell yeah. yeah! Radical brother. <laughs> he was radical, dude. He My
3: was, hero you know. now. <laughs> yeah, I was about
0: to say he was sick from the start, man. Yeah, you know? He's sick from
1: the start. He's sick
0: from the start, baby. From Jump Street, this guy was <laughs> cool as fuck. That's the
1: fucking that's gonna be the name of the goddamn uh, Guns N' Roses docu <laughs> series. Sick from the start.
0: <laughs> but I don't blame him, you know. <laughs> Moved me to a fucking farm when I'm yeah. 13. Jesus. Uh, so his pops decided. You got expelled from school, you know. I don't even like you all that much. How the fuck did
1: the, his parents get back together? How did they get back in contact? They were living on opposite sides of the country. Smoke it's signals, s- towers. <laughs> he just happened to have her mom's address in <laughs> fucking San, San Yeah, probably. I mean, like, it was his mother-in-law, you know.
0: They had phones.
1: Yeah, I know. Just, I don't know. Just like... It, you, you kept the address of the mother-in-law after the divorce? I don't know.
0: People back then would also just remember shit. Oh, yeah. Remember, <laughs> there was a time... Well, you're too young for this, but no. I used to remember phone numbers back yeah. in the day. Dad, I'm sure you, you did, to. too. You had to memorize them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still remember my, my home phone number from when I was a kid, 824... 824- before area codes, even. Okay, shy beep
1: out that number, or are people just gonna be calling your I parents. I don't think it even exists anymore. Oh, okay. That was from a time before, okay. you know, that was the before four time. Yeah, they don't know no. the area code. So. Okay, but uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't, I, I, there was a brief moment where I had to memorize a couple numbers, but I just wrote them down,
0: yeah. kept them in a pocket note. Yeah, man, these days if you go to jail. Hope you remember the phone number. Yeah. they'll let you write it down. They'll yeah. let you write it down usually. Not that I would know, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but you're not wrong. So, <laughs> so Marlon Senior decided we're gonna send you to Shattuck Military Academy in Minnesota. That's where mm-hmm. I went, son. Uh, this is it. It all makes a lot more sense knowing that Marlon Brando Senior was a military like uh, school kid. Uh, very structured. He kept that military school throughout his mm. whole life, which was an even even more interesting to think about Dottie being like hammered on the floor mm. of some bar while you know Mister Yeah clean cut Marlon was at home. <laughs> yeah, <Clean laughs> uh, but Marlon, but little Marlon Brando, man, he actually did pretty well here. He was playing football. Uh, they had a theater program that he was doing really good in. So this was around the time where he started acting. Did a theater program in, the, in military school? Yes, yeah, this military pr- school had a theater program and cool. he was in it and he was fucking killing it, man. He Fuck was, yeah. you know, probably like hooking up with all those theater guys mm-hmm. at the time. But uh we'll get into that later.
3: Yeah, uh, hell yeah, yeah. yeah hell uh, he yeah. got into that he, later. Yeah, nice. <laughs> he got brother. super into nice, that
0: brand up. <laughs> no. And he was yeah, he was making pretty good grades even at the time. Uh, But in 1943, he was put on probation for being insubordinate to a visiting army colonel during maneuvers. So he talked shit to some colonel who was coming around the school. And uh, he was confined to his room, but he didn't uh, stay there. He snuck out, and he went and got really drunk on the town one night, and they found him out there and kicked his ass out of school. The faculty voted to expel him, though he was supported by his fellow students who thought expulsion was too harsh um, but they did expel him anyway. They invited him back. <laughs> they invited him back, but he said, fuck you. Mm. Uh, he like, just dropped out of high school. For
2: sure altogether. those other kids wanted to keep him around. He was the shit <laughs> oh, yeah. show train wreck. He was the only thing <laughs> fun around that place. Like,
0: Yeah, dude. For sure. And
3: like also I said, made he's all probably kissing him. Them-
2: Yeah,
1: uh, (laughs) He also made them all look better by comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, we're not the burnout. Yeah,
0: look, Uh we didn't talk back to the colonel guy, Uh you know. And he's a good kisser, so keep him around. He's got them Uh, sweet... (laughs) He's got them lips. Some sweet lips, yeah. He's got some sweet fucking dirt lips. (laughs) Uh, I can taste the dirt (laughs) off... I can taste that fucking farm on his lips. (laughs) I can taste his dad's belt. Uh, So, (laughs) yeah... So his dad I don't I think this was a big like fuck you to his son his dad when he got kicked out of military school he got him a job as a ditch digger in the summer <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "All right, you're gonna go dig ditches. That, that was a real job. Nah,
1: yeah, to hell what purpose? Yeah. Why do they need ditches? Ditches
0: needed to be dug, man. <laughs> For what? For rain and shit. Ah. You know? Yeah. That
1: was that was the line my dad used to always say. It was like, "We need you a job a ditch, digging there. ditches." And it was yeah. like, I didn't think that was a real thing. No, man, it was. Why you, you need Why you need holes dug? Irrigation. Oh. You know?
0: Guy, guiding water to the dirt uh, <laughs> it all comes back to the dirt it all comes back to the dirt film history always comes back to the quiet dirt uh, he oh, even god he, the pest is awful he tried to enlist in the army at the time but his induction physical revealed that a football injury he had sustained at Shattuck had left him with a trick knee <laughs> that was his official diagnosis <laughs> a, trick, a, trick a trick knee, knee.
2: <laughs> Dude, this neat this D, fucking. I don't know. Something about it's tricky. It's tricky. It's <laughs> a uh. tricky name. <laughs>
1: this is neat can, because D do backflips? <laughs> yeah. Because his knee,
0: his knee, do magic tricks. He does tricks with it. Yeah. So he started looking at acting at the time. Uh, you know, he's like I said, he was doing he was doing theater at that school. So now he's like,
1: well, I kissable boys in theater. Yeah,
0: I like to kiss those boys in theater, and so I would like to just continue doing that at this <laughs> point. And uh, that that muscle memory of pretending to be a cow in a field back in the day, you know, all came flooding back. Dude, he was method
1: before method was method. Exactly,
0: man. He was doing fucking Stella Adler shit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He was, uh, so, I was talking about Jocelyn earlier. Mm -hmm. Jocelyn came up through the theater system, through Dottie. Both of his sisters were very artistic. Uh, his, Mm -hmm. His sister, his other sister, was also into the arts. But Jocelyn... Had really started making a name for herself acting. She had already moved to New York like the year before all this shit, before he dropped out of school. She moved to New York. She started studying at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in fucking New York City, like this Whoa. huge school. It must have been because of Dottie. Yeah. Like it, she must have, since she had a bit of a resume mm-hmm. on her, I'm sure, she was a, a theater yeah. actor from the time she was a child. Yeah. Um, I think it really helped her get into did, this did, school.
1: Uh, did his sisters, like, get it less hard than him? It seems like they were, it like, the, like it. the girls. So yeah. So
0: it's like, well, I'm not going to belt the girls. Yeah, it seems like it. I could mm. be wrong, but yeah. I it doesn't seem like they got it as bad. Yeah. You know? but uh and she was booking shit she made her broadway debut actually in 1942 Whoa. she did a play in the first crocus at the long acre theater the on first january crocus. 2nd the first crocus not the <laughs> second not the third but the first hell yeah yeah so she she was on broadway Wow. Like, and as a matter of fact i mean i'll get into it a little bit later uh she was a, an actress all over tv At the same time, he was a big movie star. Whoa. Yeah. Jocelyn Brando, if you look her up, she's got a whole ass IMDb. She was doing films. Wow. A lot of people don't know about Jocelyn Brando. Damn. The sister who kind of got Marlon started. As yeah. a matter of fact, a yeah. real a
1: uh, real Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, Holy shit. I don't know if that's as much of a parallel
0: or, as kind I of, think it is, yeah. because J- Jake got way bigger than Maggie. Yeah, but, but she started first, yeah, right? She's, she's older like a little sister. older. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. pretty sure. Uh, tweeted us very angrily if that's not yeah. true. But uh, <laughs> tweeted us at Film History, the History of Film Pod, or whatever. Give us engagement. If Give we're us wrong. engagement. I, we don't care if it's bad. We <laughs> just want attention. Uh, we don't care if it's the belt. Make <laughs> us an artist. <laughs> <laughs> and his other sister Francis had also moved to New York Coppola? no but uh, uh, close his other sister Francis had also moved to New York to study art so they were both like out in New York you know cool. and when he gets kicked out of military school they were like just fucking come move here I love it there's yeah, a lot of kissable boys yes a lot of boys kissing out here a lot of fucking theater you know <laughs> yeah. for sure so at 19 years old little 19 year old Marlon Brando's mm-hmm. 1943 what a time to be 19 must have been scary as a motherfucker too yeah. because like who, your ass who knows we can go to that war I, place I don't know how he didn't get drafted well the trick knee it was oh, the trick, knee. The trick yeah. knee yeah that's right that's right his,
1: his knee did a couple magic magic shows and then he was
0: he was off to the not to the not Germany <laughs> you know why they called it the the Trick knees because that was the fucking that was, trick. That was a trick to not go to fucking <laughs> no, the was, meat grinder. That might in be your, it. That
1: might be why they call it that. <laughs> yeah. Trick knee. Yeah, yeah. he tricked you, tricked them. Marlon Brant <laughs> just kissed that doctor until he was like, All right, your, your knee's tricky. Your knee's doing all sorts of tricks, boy. Ha <laughs>
0: I like the way that knee tricks. That knee is tricky, son. <laughs> I don't think you should go to Europe. tell <laughs> uh, <laughs> us elsewhere. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, you could really make a name for yourself in the movie in the movie biz with that trick knee. I tell you, I got my my, my brother's director. You show him the same tricks of that knee you showed me. Hey, show me he out pick, the races. He picks up a phone. He dials the operator. The operator dials his brother, and he's like, "You got to come see this kid's trick knee." <laughs> You're gonna want them in your pictures. The guy hops on a plane with wicker seats with no seatbelts, <laughs> pretty much just like falling out of the sky to come see the trick knee. So, uh, <laughs> so Marlon moves in with his sister, Jocelyn, at a patchin' place, a cul-de-sac located off of Tenth Street between Greenwich Village and Sixth Avenue. And uh, in a 1988 documentary, Marlon Brando, The Wild One, Brando's sister, Jocelyn, talked in this documentary and said, he was in a school play and enjoyed it. So he decided he would go to New York and study acting because that was the only thing he had enjoyed. That was when he was 18. And in a... (laughs) (laughs)
3: That
0: was the only thing he really liked. Oh
2: my God, can you imagine (laughs) that? And he was 18. For and 18, he was 18 years, you don't enjoy a single thing? <laughs> not See, one. Uh,
3: not like one. he enjoyed
2: that babysitter when he was four.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah, I mean... No, I don't think he enjoyed much. That explains a lot about who he would become, you know? Just, I don't... I hate everything, yeah. He
1: he's hates the original himself emo kid, he was and an emo his kid. Yeah. He hates <laughs>
2: everything so much his self, his life, and everything. He, his favorite thing is pretending to be somebody, he's
0: basically. Got. Yeah, yeah, even from the time he was kid, he was yeah. just like mimicking other kids. And he didn't even have cows. like an identity. You know, you know what's better be than being
2: me being a cow, <laughs> being How someone you like a cow
0: being anything else in the world. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense.
1: Hey,
2: Ma, come look at me be this lizard. I'm going to be a lizard for you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, George
0: England, his old friend who I was talking about, you know, his childhood friend who also became big in the biz, he said Brando fell into acting in New York because he was accepted there. He wasn't criticized. It was the first time in his life that he had heard good things about himself. Mm. Uh, he spent his first few months in New York, you know, Living with his sister, he was sleeping on a lot of people's couches for a time, just like James Dean. Uh, for a time, he lived with Roy Somlio, who later became a four-time Emmy-winning, Emmy-winning Broadway producer. So, a lot like James Dean, man. They're just like sleeping on producers' couches, you know. And we all know what's going on. We all know that there's kissing, trick knees <laughs> going on. But, a uh, lot of trick knees. I mean, hey, you know, yeah. live your bliss, little Marlon. You yeah. go at it. Uh, but, he, but he's gotta sleep somewhere yeah but he definitely Dev you weren't far off he, he said he used acting as an escape an escape from his childhood his unhappy home life and especially an escape from his ty- tyrannical father and he said I mean,
2: is yeah. that not the M.O. resume for like every fucking Hollywood actor?
0: Absolutely yeah he said when you when, when what you are as a child is unwanted you look for an identity that will be acceptable So yeah, that's no, but yeah, Dev's got a point. I mean, that's uh, that's most actors. Yeah, Uh, I mean, who who knows? Yeah, but probably, probably. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And that is where Marlon Brando found the newest, most cutting edge form of acting in the world at the time: method acting. Ooh. And that's where we're gonna end off on par one tonight. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I
1: love it. That what a great what a great cliffhanger. What a great cliff to hang our trick ha, knees ha, off ha. of. That was <laughs> a trick knee. Just, just at the dangle, end. just dangle our trick knees.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna keep you hanging by them trick knees for a while. Th- that boy's got a third knee. We call <laughs> it the trick knee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. That's a little marlin. That's Marlin Jr. We call that Big Marlin. <laughs> And like the fish. This is just the beginning, y'all. That was part one of part two. I'm going to tell you about Marlon's meteoric rise on the great white mm. way of Broadway. Hell, yeah. Becoming the face of method acting through the tutelage of Kazan, yeah. Stella Adler, all those Stanislavski folks, and then his very controversial exit from Broadway to become a mega movie star that he did. This whole story is fucking nuts. Amazing. It is absolute, dense film history. Uh, this is, like I said, I think this like little series that we've been doing is like the essentials. Perfect, you
1: know? yeah. And the fun thing about season two, the twist I haven't told you about yet, is that um, uh, this Brando episode is actually 52 parts. It's going to run the
0: entire year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Season two is just Brando. <laughs> Just wait until episode 40 <laughs> it becomes 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it gets really good. That's where it starts getting good.
1: Uh,
2: we're going to include the actual number of belt hits from Papa Brando. So uh. we'll have just that sound on loop continuously that'll be
1: that'll that's be our first merch is brando's dad's belts
2: brando's
0: dad's belts uh-huh.
1: and
2: we
0: have an episode per belt hit mm-hmm. in his yeah. life so mm-hmm. it's gonna be like you know a hundred episodes in season two absolutely yeah. yeah and that was just for the night perfect you know? <laughs> well, that's awesome well Hell then... yeah what do y'all think what do you think i love it
2: i love, I love brando it. brando's the <laughs> shit I didn't know Um, that about him riding his motorcycle through the halls of his school. That's probably my favorite thing about him now. He was fucking...
0: He he was, like, actually the wild one. He, like, was actually the... The funny part is, is, like, you know, as this goes along, his career really is like that. And it's just, like, fucking... Kind of like Bogey or Cagney, where... I mean, you can say it was typecasting, but I think a lot of people just saw them for who they were and saw that they fit in roles perfectly because it was fucking them, just like James Dean. You're like, you're
1: the most depressed kid I've ever met. Yes. I can do some
0: of that. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I have a depressed kid that I'd like you to play yeah. because you're a depressed you kid. You really
1: don't want to be you, and I really would like you to be someone else as well, so <laughs> I got the perfect someone else for you to be it's like, for a couple hours. Listen,
0: kid, you don't like you. I don't like <laughs> you. Your dad doesn't like you. You know, but you know who could like you. The screenwriter. The screenwriter. <laughs> <A lot.
3: laughs> I'm going to make you an artist. Bend over. <laughs> I'm gonna whip you with a belt. Yeah. Not,
0: not the other thing. Also, well, the, other also thing. the other thing.
3: Show me that show trick knee. Show me what knee. tricks that knee can do, boy. <laughs> you better not it's be amazing. a one trick knee.
2: Once I started to give it up, I started to get all these parts and these awards <laughs> and people loved me all when I just took my pants
3: off. <laughs> yeah. But We uh, don't condone it. <laughs> but it's history.
0: No, we don't condone it, but it's definitely out there but um, no man this is, it's, a, it's a fascinating tale and Marlon was he was the fucking master he was a great actor you know no one can deny that uh, and uh, he did things that were it's so interesting because he would just do like small things that would fucking everybody would flip out over you know we're gonna talk about the glove scene that you were talking about on the waterfront he just put on a lady's glove and it was like the fucking it was like the Will Smith slap of the time (laughs) like the world was talking about this man putting on a woman's glove because he's like the biggest toughest guy in Hollywood Mm -hmm. the biggest manliest man Mm -hmm. meanwhile little do they know he's kissing all the boys and Mm -hmm. you know yeah truly the lowest you've heard to his day
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's a good actor he's very method
0: absolutely anyway
1: until then You can find me on Instagram, Drake Cummings, on Twitter, Drake Cummings, on TikTok, at HollywoodDrake, and, you know, just, if you're on an internet website, type my name in, see what comes up. Yeah, just put it in Google. Oh, yeah. Ask the FBI. (laughs) FBI. I'm a little scared
2: now. You can also find... Yeah, we have, like, find... a new OnlyFans that we're not telling anybody about yet. And just, like, it hey. on us like this. Oh, man.
1: If if you're on OnlyFans, type my name in and see what comes up.
2: You
3: know?
1: <laughs> Maybe something.
2: Yeah.
3: If something comes up, let yeah. me know, though. Yeah, I, I let should, him know because should... he should be making the money. Yeah, I should be I
1: should be aware of this. <laughs> Who's leaking my vids? Put it in our Anchor account, at least. Yeah. You know? Uh, You can also find us on Patreon, a dialed-back Patreon for the time being. We're scaling back to the five, just the $5 tier for the Outtake compilation, um, you know, we, uh, we've all had to take on other worldly responsibilities, uh, that have, you know, nothing to do with the show, and, uh, it's just, uh, we were looking, took a good hard look at our capacity going forward and for season, we figured for season two, it's a good time to kind of dial back some stuff and uh, make sure that what we're giving you is delivered really, really well. Yeah. Instead of being spread too thin on a bunch of stuff, you we know? love you Dylan and Tiger Lily. Love you Dylan, Tiger Lily, you guys are the goats forever yes. and always. Uh, so we're going to with
2: it, method with it, instead of Meisner. That's what we're okay. moving, we're shifting acting models.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're we're doing more of, like, Daniel Day-Lewis, mm-hmm. you know.
1: We're giving you less, but better. Right, right.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to
2: go become a shoe cobbler for ten years. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah dude, uh, I
0: can't wait to do his episode. Hell yeah. He was inspired by Marlon Brando. Yeah.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Also, also a man who hates his life, who's insufferable and not fun to be around, I hear. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. D no. you
1: know, Day don't throw throw back of the voice. Yeah,
0: his his wife basically said she just white knuckles it through their relationship. <laughs> you know. Just like
2: <laughs> Devin.
0: Go ahead, Dev.
2: Uh, find me at Abercadabra Dev on Twitter and Sailor underscore dev on Insta. Come through.
0: Yeah. You can find me at Jimmy Deloy or James Y. Scott, depending on where you're looking for me. You can find us at Film History, The History of Film or FHHF podcast. Uh, just go. Just go Google us again. Just type it in the old Google yeah. machine. It'll come up. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me riding my fucking motorcycle through the hallways of Liberty high, baby. Hell yeah. Cuz fuck my parents, man. They don't understand me. All right? Bringing that Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell they baby. They can't just, they can't cage me. And that's been Film history.
3: The The History history of film. You know what I'm talking about.